0: Podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt
1: Brown
2: on v Sin, the Sports Betting Network.
1: Back on primetime, live from the South Point Hotel Casino, tip of the strip, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Glad you could join us tonight. Uh, Miami up on the Celtics, but only by three now. A uh, lot of scoring here. Great uh, three-point shooting on both ends. Celtics try to get back in this ballgame. Kelly, with all the updates, including the live line on that one.
0: Yeah, we will do that right now, sure. Uh, <laughs> I, I hate when here. the
1: beginnings of hours sneak up on you like that.
0: Heat up on the Celtics, 18-15. to 15. we got four and a half minutes left in the first quarter. The Heat minus 125 live. Celtics minus 105. 205 and a half is your live total. Over on the ice, we've got the one game going on, one apiece piece. They're in Sunrise, Florida, a minute and a half into the third period. Uh, Panthers sitting at minus 150 live. Lightning plus 125, 4.5. The live total juiced slightly to the over. Over in baseball, only two games going on. Mariners and Red Sox all tied up at four apiece. This game and the top of the sixth inning, Red Sox minus 160. Mariners plus 130, 11 and a half your live total. The Diamondbacks up on the Cubs, 3-1, to one, bottom of the fifth. Diamondbacks minus 300. Cubs plus 220, 8.5 the total. And the Astros with a 2-1 to one lead over the Rangers, top of the third. Astros minus 370 live. Rangers plus 260, 8.5 your live total. All right.
1: There you go. How are your Mariners? Oh, uh, 4-4. Four, four. That's what it is. Yeah,
2: Yeah, still. So They just showed, they just showed Stamkos going to the locker room.
1: Yeah. Okay. Justice. Let's bring him in. Looks bad. Let's talk some. Uh, let's talk some hockey with Jake Han, co-host of the Point, the Fantasy Hockey Show on Sirius XM, host of Fantasy Hockey, picking bets for the Mayo Media Network as well. You can follow him on Twitter at jhan4. It's Jake Hahn, Everybody, how you doing, Jake?
3: I'm doing great, guys. Not good to hear the uh, news about Stamkos as the game's on behind me, so I didn't see him leave uh, the game, as you guys mentioned, but I was just thinking as I was watching the game before I came on how healthy Steven Stamkos looked for the first time in a few years, and I know he's been a part of a couple cup runs here for Tampa Bay, but he's just had an extra jump this season, so uh, hoping it's nothing for him because he, he's been a really important piece for Tampa Bay and what they've been able to do this year.
1: And they're already out without Braden Point, correct, as well? As right. This. Yeah. Yeah. One to one. Tampa Bay in Florida. Seventeen thirty four. Left in the third period. Let me ask you about uh, last night. First of all, Battle of Alberta. Fifteen goals. Jake. Uh, Flames led three to nothing. Then they led five to one. Then they led six to two. And in the blink of an eye. It was six to six, and then even in a quicker blink, Calgary had regained the lead seven six, end up winning at nine to six. I mean, we can't expect fifteen goals every game, but should this be a high scoring series throughout? And are the Flames just the better team in the end?
3: Yeah, it's amazing. I thought I got in a time machine and went back to the 1980s when I was watching that game last night, which for someone my age was was pretty cool. I grew up in the 90s. I never really got to see the Battle of Alberta at its height, so it's pretty cool to, to finally get to see it in the playoffs and get to see these two teams, quality teams, go at it. I. I don't think we're going to see 9-6 every game guys I do think at some point it's going to tighten up but this was almost identical to a game we saw in the regular season the last regular season game between these two teams took place on a Saturday and it was crazy it wasn't quite 9-6 but it was it was pretty close it was right there as well so I think what we saw in last night's game and something to keep an eye on as this series goes on Calgary is just the deeper team and when you look at how spread out it was they had nine goals only two forwards didn't pick up a point for Calgary in that game last night whereas on the Oilers side of the coin it's basically four or five guys doing all the damage and really one guy driving all the offense in Connor mcdavid so i think if edmonton's going to have to win this series at some point and take control i need to find some depth scoring
1: but no no bet no adjusted series price bet on the oilers here Man, we lost. No,
3: I don't think so. I'm I'm on the Flames from the start. I was actually kind of hoping the Flames would drop the first game and I could maybe get them, you know, closer to even money, closer to a pick 'em price. But I just think Calgary is the much better team. And if, if Edmonton's gonna win, it's just gonna have to be on the back of ninety-seven. He's gonna have to have some type of heroic performance. It's one thing to beat a Kings team that's kind of retooling and rebuilding. It's another thing to beat this uh, this Flames team. So I think the Oilers are in real tough here.
2: Jake, I want to ask you just a general question here and not really game specific, but, you know, if we're if we're watching a basketball game and Jimmy Butler goes down and he heads to the locker room like we look instantly to play the other side, if we're looking, you know, if we're watching a football game and we can see one of the key offensive linemen or the quarterback or whatever, we try to beat the book to the to the live line to get in on the other side. Is there any player? that may that could leave a, a hockey game in the middle of a game that would that would trigger a bet for you is anybody that important because I know I mean there's so much rotation going on and, and I, I think people probably don't realize how little ice time these guys actually have out there because you know they're 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 going on and off so often so is
3: is anything like that ever trigger a bet live. Yeah, I think that's a great question, actually, and something that I think maybe makes hockey a little bit different than some of the other sports that you just that you just mentioned, right? Like, you can look at a key offensive lineman going down, or especially in the NBA, where, you know, one player, a star player, makes such a big difference. If you can jump on a line before the odds adjust, then you're going to get some good value there. I think for hockey, you're limited to just a few players. Like, I just mentioned Connor McDavid with the Oilers. If he ever went down in a game and you saw a significant injury, if you can jump before the odds adjust, he's a player that is such a game changer and make such a difference for that Oilers roster. When you look at a team like Tampa Bay, and, and you know, just before you guys brought me on, you mentioned Stamp Coast leaving. Yes, it's an important injury, but Tampa Bay is so deep and they have so many other players, I think, that can step up. And, I mean, they won playoff games without Steven Stamkos in the lineup, no problem, a couple of years ago. So those types of injuries I wouldn't get too worried about. I think a goaltender is obviously key as well, although I think the odds would be quicker to adjust. I think you would see the odds shut down if you see a, goal, a significant goaltender injury and they wouldn't put them back up until the the new goaltender's in.
1: We do have a game later tonight out west. Uh, obviously the Colorado Avalanche, the biggest favorite on the board in this conference semifinal round. Uh, You have a play on tonight's game, though, and a couple uh, prop bets as well.
3: Yeah, it, I mean, it's it's really tough to sell the Blues after what we saw in that first game, and it was just a dominant effort from the Colorado Avalanche. We've now seen Colorado play three home games in the playoffs so far. They're 3-0, and and in every game, they dominated their opponents. Now, in two of those games, they actually needed overtime, so you might think, what, you just said they dominated them, but they got goalied in both of those games, yeah. and they got goalied in the first game here against Jordan Binnington, and in the first round against Nashville, it was Connor Ingram that just had a heroic performance, got it to overtime, but the Avs are, are just such a good team. They with it they don't get rattled they know they're going to score that goal so it's hard to fade the abs but i do think the blues are a very good team and if that's the abs playing at their peak and there's a lot of people that thought that was one of the best games the abs have played all season i'm curious if they can duplicate that and do it again so fading the abs on home ice is not a strategy for making money for the most part this season but i think the blues are very legit i think they can hang in this game and you're getting a pretty fair price at plus one and a half. The Blues know they're going to have to win in Colorado at some point if they're going to win this series. They can't just win their home games and rest on that. So I think they look at this as an opportunity. I expect a better Blues team tonight. I expect a closer game in terms of the shot totals. So I'm going to go with the Blues on the puck line, plus one and a half. And I think if you're looking on both sides in terms of volume shooters, it's been Ryan O'Reilly for the Blues the entire run for the playoffs. He's got a Conn Smythe Trophy on his shelf already uh, from the Blues Cup run a few years back. And he's really been driving things for St. Louis. They did some line juggling heading into this game. So something to keep an eye on. But one thing that stayed the same, Ryan O'Reilly on the top line and Ryan O'Reilly on the power play as well. So I like his over two and a half shots. And on the other side of the coin, The Colorado Avalanche, Nazem Kadri is healthy again. He's throwing everything at the net. I think over three and a half shots on goal for plus money is a pretty nice play for Kadri. I think you could even look at a couple of of player props for Colorado. Nathan McKinnon for an assist. I really like that one as well. Val Nachuskin is another guy to, to look at. He scored in his last three games, and he's shooting the puck a ton as well on the ab side.
2: We love SOGS here on the show, so I'm, I'm a big fan. Of big SOGS Yes, fan. big SOGS fan, really like any SOG bets that we can make. Uh, I, I, I like that. I might have to tell you on that if I can find that here in town. Uh, l- looking ahead to tomorrow, <laughs> New York Rangers, Car- uh, Carolina Hurricanes are sitting here minus 165-ish on the Hurricanes. There's, it's as high as 175 at some of the books out there. Uh, about plus 145 on the ra- uh, with, for the Rangers on the road there. Uh, any early thoughts on this one?
3: Yeah, I I actually, I thought the Rangers in game one actually played the perfect road game. And I liked the Canes a lot going into this series, but the Rangers impressed me through a couple periods and they were two and a half minutes away from playing that perfect road game and closing it out and Carolina comes through clutch and they end up winning the game in overtime so I thought it was a a bit of a tough one for the Rangers I think it's going to be tough to recover from a game like that where you think you had a chance to steal one on the road and you let it slip away so I'm curious what kind of Rangers team we see tomorrow night I was on the under in the in the first game I expected a low scoring game these were the two best defensive teams in the in the league in terms of goals allowed the Canes were actually the number one team in terms of shots allowed and the Rangers were near the bottom of the league in terms of shots generated this year, so I I just expect a lower scoring, lower event type series. I actually was able to grab an under six in the last game, and it obviously cashed easily with that 2-1 total I think you're going to see the the total come down a little bit and you probably I mean if you're going to pay for an under 6 you're going to have to pay up pretty big so it's probably going to look closer to an under 5.5 but I think we see another lower scoring game with Igor Shosturkin in net for the Rangers. The Canes are perfectly comfortable playing a 2-1 3-1 style of hockey game and I expect something similar on Friday night between these teams.
1: What about this one the rest of the way? Obviously 1-1 here. Florida appears to be outskating Tampa Bay pretty strongly here in the yeah. third period. 12 minutes Plus left. And you just mentioned Stamkos out with a shot to the hand. If this goes, you know, maybe people want to bet it right now. Maybe people want to wait till the end of the third period if it gets there tied. Would you jump in on the Panthers because of the uncertainty with Stamkos right now?
3: Uh, I think it's worth a look it's just it's difficult at the current price right now you're gonna have to pay a little bit of juice for the Panthers and Tampa Bay is such a veteran team that it wouldn't shock me if Vasilevsky just stays hot and that's the x factor in all this he is such a good goaltender that he could just stop everything that Florida's thrown at them. Tampa Bay goes the other way. I mean, you could ask Toronto fans about that uh, in a couple of the games that they played against Tampa Bay in the first round where they felt like they were the better team, but Vasilevsky was just too good. So I'd be careful with it. This is, is desperation time, though, for the Florida Panthers. They need this game. They could certainly not afford to go down 2 nothing heading back to Tampa Bay. But it's, it's an interesting point to make just because Point is already out, Stamkos now out. Uh, it is a, a pretty thin-looking top six for Tampa Bay at the moment.
1: Yeah, the proverbial must-win situation for the panthers that's for sure already down one and nothing in this best of seven series jake appreciate it as always man
3: yeah always love chatting with you guys good luck tonight
1: you too you too jake Hahn, everybody from uh from sirius xm co-host of the point and the fantasy hockey show on sirius xm we'll come back we will take a look at the updated odds of the pga championship now that round one is in the books next
3: Time action with
1: Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on v the Sports Betting Network. Back on primetime. Tampa Bay Lightning on a power play. One-to-one. Just over ten minutes left in the third period down in Sunrise, which we determined was northwest.
0: Yeah, not just west. Slightly north Lauderdale. of Fort Lauderdale too.
1: Hmm. Okay. So we have the updated odds now after round one of the PGA? Yes? No? Maybe? Yeah, we do. Pardon me? Yeah, okay, we do. Let's throw them up on the screen. Uh, in case you want to get back in on this now, with Rory McIlroy, the first round leader, cashing at right around twenty-five to one. For those who who had Rory as the first round leader, one-stroke lead over Zala Torres and Hoagie. Rory's three to one to win it all. Now, let me just repeat again for those who like these kinds of uh, trend numbers. This again from uh, the great Jim Nance at CBS earlier today. But on this course, Southern Hills in Tulsa, Oklahoma. They have had 10 big-time events in Southern Hills, seven majors, two tour championships, and one senior PGA from last year. So prior to this, 10 big-time events at Southern Hills, eight of 10 first-round leaders or co-leaders ended up winning the tournament. 36-hole leaders have won 10 out of 10 times, by the way. Rory is 3-1. to JT who's 3-back. No, 2-back, pardon me. JT is 2-back. He's 7-1. to Zalatoris, the aforementioned Will Zalatoris, 10-1. to And then you see everybody else. What do you like here? Matt will not be betting Abraham answer at 30 to one.
2: No, I will not at all. No, me
1: either. Um, Prove it, Abe. Well, by the way, the Celtics on a 30 to six run. Is that true?
0: Uh, they closed the first. They just make a three to start the second. Then, yes, yes, that's true. They closed the first quarter on a 27 to six run.
1: A 30 to six run, and they are 10 of 12 from behind the arc. Is that good? It's pretty good. Going to win you
2: some games. Ten of twelve. That's all you need to know. It's going to win you some games. Sorry. Remember the Mavs made eleven all of last night. That's correct. Yeah. Yes. All right. What do you like here, man? So, okay. Let's. I guess if I'm looking at this from, if I don't have any tickets in my account at all, but let's just pretend I have no tickets in my account. I <laughs> liked.
0: Matt just letting you know he had a good day one.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean I've got a lot of these guys. Yeah, no,
0: it would be it would yeah. be reckless for me and you to add too much right now.
2: Yeah. Um yeah, it would be it would be it would be it would be difficult. Um that being said, I think if you look, you're not getting a terrible price on Cameron Smith. Him. Rory goes. That was. It looked pretty much the majority of the day that that was going to be the low score on the board. I mean, it just was. Every time someone would would birdie a couple of holes, they'd give one back with a bogey. And it, it, I think that that's just kind of going to be what it is. Is a, is a grind here. And so Cam Smith is definitely one of those guys that can grind his way back into this thing, um, only being three strokes down from from Rory McIlroy right now. I already have an outright on Matthew Fitzpatrick. I thought he was a really good course fit for this he's a he's a grinder as it is anyway the lower the score the better for a guy like Fitzpatrick he's not a guy that's going to go out like I mean again if this if the scoring conditions hold up and this tournament plays at you know 13 14 15 under or something like that that's not going to be that ain't going to work for Fitzpatrick that's not his game but if this continues to be a grind it's a low scoring type thing like he's a grinder like he he might go out and just shoot two under again tomorrow, right? But, like, if the scoring conditions keep right, I mean, that puts him in, in but, position for, for the weekend.
0: Yeah, eight under on Sunday might be good yeah. enough to be right in the mix. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I think those – I think the Fitzpatrick one, he was up there. He was a guy I didn't end up betting, but uh, I think that's a fair one to throw out there. You're right. Cameron. And A on all these, shop around, right? Um, Cameron Smith, 12-1. to 1, I mean, I'm kind of with you, Matt. Like, he's, what was he, tops on approach today, I believe, uh, in the field. And then you're talking about, I mean, he's just a guy who's, he's there now. You know what I mean? Like, we, we we're talking about how well Scheffler's done, obviously, recently. But I, Cameron Smith's there every step of the way with him. So, I think that would interest me. Um, I do think this is one of these tournaments where if you didn't make a single bet, uh, before yesterday, you could make some pretty good bets right now. Yeah, uh, between Fitzpatrick, Cameron Smith, I Neiman was a guy I almost got on uh, for outright pre-turn. I stayed away from an outright outright wise. Played him in a bunch of finishing position markets, um, but twenty-five to one on him, I don't think is too as a too bad of a number. Um, and then the one you and I both like Max Homa. I'm already on him. You're not on him yet. You are probably going to add him though, yeah. right? Seventy yeah. to one
2: on Max Homa. I think that's or probably- longer. Like I said, there's there's some out there. That are longer. I mean, if you look at his round, Max Homa makes four birdies. He it, you expect you expect a bogey or two here and there. But the thing is, is it's not so much the, the the bogey or two here and there. It's like what he did. He doubled eighteen, and then he also bogeyed one of the par fives, which is actually the easier of the two par fives. And so you look, he lost over a stroke on the field by bogeying that par five. He lost a, a stroke and a half by double bogeying the eighteenth hole. And so you start to look at that and you go, okay, you know, like he only, if he pars the five and he only just bogeys 18 instead of doubles it. Now we're looking at a guy here who's won multiple times over the last 18 months, a guy who's shown the win equity that we look for whenever we want to bet these guys. And he, he put four birdies on the board today. I mean, like he was able to go out and score. It was just a couple of bad holes that, that really kind of did him in. So if you wanted to have a longer shot ticket in your account, that I think you could still feel like, you know, I've got a guy that's got win equity. I I think that, I think that, I would be putting a max. Home, well, I will be putting a max home, a ticket in my account. Yeah. I mean, and then for, you know, people, does he come back from five strokes down very often? Kelly, probably not, but, but 70 to one, like if we yeah. play this out 70 times, does he, yeah, the answer is yes.
0: Yeah. You know? and, and then even like, I mean, DraftKings got, they've got top 20 markets up, you know, readjusted. He's plus plus one seventy five in a top 20 market. Mm-hmm. I like that. Aaron wise. He's two to one in the adjusted top 20 market. I like that. I have a lot of bets on him uh, for finishing position stuff. Um, you know, Alex Noren's not a guy I really bet too heavily, but plus two ten, he's even par right now for a top twenty. I think there's a lot of. I let's put it this way: if I didn't already have a very full betting card and I didn't bet anything going into today, I, I could I could rebet this whole tournament right now. I'd be happy. i I'd be ready I, to go.
1: I believe Scotty Scheffler twenty to one is still the best bet on the board. Call me crazy. We have this. Uh, we have this tweet from Chris Hartman. Gil Matt was talking about Homa. That if he didn't bogey this or that, but do you expect Homa to make a hundred and fifteen feet? worth of putts in the next round as well. Same as gambling, lucky wins and bad beats, but that was a lot of feet of putts made. Thanks again.
2: Well, that's a good point. Well, I mean, if we take a look, I mean, like the stats kind of bear things out here, right? So, I mean, like he gained, I mean, he gained two strokes on the field putting today, but that's not, you know, if we take a look, I mean, that's not, Will Salatoris gained three and a half? You know, Brendan Steele. Basically, where I'm going with this is like there were there were a lot of guys who gained, you know, a lot of strokes on the field putting. Right? I mean, do we do we think that Rory's numbers are are fake? I don't think they're fake. But he gained three three point three four strokes on the field putting. You know, um, it, which again is more than more than what we saw with Homa. Right? So I just. You know, there's there's just a lot of stuff, I think, to like about his game. And, again, it's, it's a number play, right? I mean, this is what we do whenever we were, we're playing golf. I mean, like when these numbers tend to skew because – I mean, it has to be that long on him because he's even – he's five strokes back. I mean, it, it has to be that long on him. But when we're talking about a skill set that he brings to the table and then the actual results that we saw out on the course today, I think it's a little bit too too long on him. I mean, we're, we're looking at guys that are much shorter than he is right now that – I don't think, have near the win equity in a tournament like this to grind this out like a guy like Max Homa does. I mean, Finau's way shorter, Lucas Herbert's way shorter, Davis Riley's way shorter, Kevin Na's way shorter. Like, all these guys that, you know, just not – they're not guys that I would ever take over, over Max Homa to be able to close things out and get it done, even with them having a stroke or two on him. So, I would still uh, – I'd still make that play. 70-1?
1: to one.
2: That's at DraftKings. Like I said, there's, there's, there's longer numbers out there on him. I saw an eighty. I like it. Saw an eighty. I like it. Eighty's a big number.
1: It is a large number. Max Homa attempting to make leaflet history with a PGM. No goal. No, <laughs> no. Bobrovsky made a great save. No uh, goal. That's why they're excited <laughs> because Bobrovsky made a great save. Uh, At Tampa Bay with oh yeah the opening and oh glove, love a football love yeah, a little
2: football kicks shot there had a little a little, a little rotation. On that thing,
1: yeah. That uh, I'll still take Vasilevsky over Bobrovsky down the stretch here.
0: I say, it, Bob. <laughs> Bob. <laughs> Bob. Bob, just call Bob. Bob, tight. Uh, His close friends call him Bob. That's right. These these hockey games. I'm sorry, I know
1: I know what's actually thing, but these games have been awesome. That that oh. that game last <laughs> night. Come on. I mean, the goaltending was horrific. I
0: I got home turned on TV, set up NBA NHL. And I'm like, Oh, this game's over. This is five to two in the third. And I'm like, I look back over that TV, like 20 minutes later. I'm like, what is that? Does that say five to four? Like I, was, I thought this game was over. What's going on? That's when I texted you guys, and it was like hey. then, then we were all texting a about beautiful it.
2: Beautiful hockey game is what that's called.
0: Yeah, the three of
2: us were all texting about it within a two-minute text, minute, uh, text conversation. Three more goals were scored. People love goals. They do. Like the crowd goes crazy when there's goals. There's only like this is fine. It's a one-one game. It's fine. People want to see the six-to-three games and the nine-to-four games and the seven-to five game That's what the people want. Give the people what they want. Yeah.
1: Give the people a Matt Brown hockey game.
2: Make the goals six inches wider and six inches taller.
1: Celtics rolling in the first half against the Heat. We're coming back. It's v primetime action.
2: You are
0: looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on v
1: the sports betting network. Draft like no other, wine like no other. Play free during the PGA Tour with the Mayomi Dare to Play Unrivaled Golf Series. Enter five free contests to take your shot at a share of $25,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Mayomi. Now to join the action. Mayomi, flavor forward. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Final minute in regulation. Final minute of the third period down at Sunrise. And it is one-to-one as Vasilevsky just keeps turning back shots. Florida was just on another power play. So now Florida during this postseason, I believe they're
0: 0-23 now, 0-24 on power plays. Just unbelievable. Yeah, they got a lot of SOGs. They got a lot of SOGs, they do. 35-24 to SOG advantage.
1: That is correct.
0: Tyler Hero just uh, shot a three. Did the whole let me admire my shot for so long? It clanked and missed and led to the easiest run out basket ever.
1: Celtics by 21, 54 to 33. I wanted to win my first half bet, but I didn't want to do it like this because I do have the uh, Miami series. Bet. I think you're good. I think I'm good on this, but, but uh, I have the Miami series bet, so that's not fun. 5.08 left in the uh, first half, and the Celtics have 54 points. Tampa Bay scores. Oh. Oh, are you brutal. kidding me? The la- the- how many seconds are left on the clock? Turn brutal. my head. One second. mm- oh, 0. <laughs> 0.9 seconds left in the game, and Tampa Bay scores. That is nuts. Sh- shocked in sunrise. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That is huge. And the Tampa Bay Lightning, who are looking for the three-peat, are about to take a two-to-nothing lead. Fred Colton on the shot, on the goal. The best of seven series. Let me see what happened here. We I was 30 (laughs) seconds left. I turned my head. We're talking about the game, the basketball game.
0: Matt's tried his best on commentary. (laughs) I don't know his first name. (laughs) The Panthers are shocked. (laughs) So so the
1: puck goes, oh, what a pass. What an unbelievable pass by Kucherov. Yeah, Backhanded pass from behind the net to Colton. But the pass from Kucherov completely... Bobrovsky did not see that coming. Nobody playing defense on Colton, and bang—the lightning are zero point. Now they they put it up to three point eight seconds.
0: I'm also I'm pretty sure there's a more technical term for this in hockey, but I believe the puck was also vertical instead of horizontal on the pass. Yeah, when he hit it in.
1: Nikita Kucherov with about as great of a hockey a postseason moment as you're likely to see. It was rolling, Kelly, as opposed to
0: sliding. Thank you. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Excellent analysis. And, and then he also tripped on the puck after he scored. Did you see that? <laughs> that? was kind of funny.
1: They are in shock.
0: Good. We get to see it
1: again. So the, so the puck caroms around behind the Panthers net. Kucherov makes a beeline to where he anticipates the puck is going to be. And the Panthers defense has their back to Colton. So they don't see him fill in the lane on the other side. Ross. And and Kucherov peeks and sees Colton before he flips it back.
0: And he puts it in the net. Bobrovsky just a a step behind. Wow. I'm actually surprised how quickly Bobrovsky got over there. Considering he's basically completely blinded to the action
1: behind him, right? But that's amazing. Like Kucherov anticipates exactly where it's going and Colton's like I'm going to
2: be here if you need me. Perfect. Ross Colton from Robinsonville, New Jersey.
0: What do you go, Ross?
2: And
1: that is your hockey game as Florida does not get off a shot and it is ball game. And the fans are out of there. Tampa Bay 2, Florida 1, 2 to nothing lead for the Lightning. 6, no, pardon me. 10 games away from a 3peat. Every time I look up, Jason Tatum's scoring. Celtics by 25, 62-37 with 320 left in the first half. Tatum with 18, 15 points in this quarter. The revenge
0: of the Celtics tonight. Oh, is that 15 in this quarter? Yeah. I I think every time I looked over, he's scoring. There's a wrestling match going on on the floor. Okay, Al Horford has allowed Gabe Vincent to get up finally.
1: Eric Spolstra has uh, got the look of someone who has uh, no idea what's happened here.
0: Oh, you know what it's getting close to? Could be third quarter Haslam minutes. Oh, Haslam minutes. Got to get on your team. Got to get on the other team.
2: Throw Sarah some bows.
1: Sending a message to his teammates and your teammates.
2: 19 and a half is your live spread. Plus 1,300 on the heat. Come all the way back.
1: How amazing was that hockey finish? That's inc- – oh, I wish I, I, wish we were looking at that screen when it happened. But when it got to 30 seconds, I was like, okay, they're going to – wow.
2: And then Ross Colton from Robinsonville, New Jersey, <laughs> gets it done. Fourth-round uh, pick. Uh, Nobody thought he'd make it. Only 22 goals on this season. And here he is, scoring with 3.8 seconds left.
1: Well, good on him, but the play Nikita Kucherov made there was just outstanding. Now, would you so take the Matt heat?
0: That Jim Nance is, is, is just fantastic.
1: Matt's Jim Nance? Yeah. 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 <laughs> From Robbinsville. They said he couldn't go anywhere. Beautiful Tulsa, Oklahoma.
0: Now the moment is his.
1: Jason Tatum with an awkward fall avoids injury.
0: Yeah, gave Vincent kind of with a uh, aggressive close out there.
1: Celtics, again with with 3.05 left, are about to be at the 64-point mark. In this half, they are just absolutely filling up the bucket.
2: 63% from the field. That's the thing. It's like the the regression is coming, but it's like, have they put, has it been, have they gotten this lead big enough to where it won't matter? Well, it's that, and, and, you know,
0: Matt, you and I have brought this up several times. It's the, this, the Does the Miami Heat have the scoring to come right. back in that amount
2: of bunches that right. you're going to need? Negative. Because they, yeah, they're shooting 63% from the floor, 66.7% 66, 66. from three, and they are also 100% 8 of 8 from the free throw line. I mean, they, they played a perfect first half, essentially.
0: Tatum with 17 in this quarter. If the Heat do come back, though, I like the chances of my uh, Tyler Hero 25-plus points uh, prop hitting.
1: Oh, so there's that. Because he's going to have
0: to score yeah. a lot.
1: Tyler Hero, we deter from the mean streets of uh, what, Wisconsin?
2: I think it was Greensville or something. The, the, Greensville, the Wisconsin. mean
1: streets of Greenville,
2: Wisconsin. 251. 251 in the second quarter. Uh, Marcus Smart. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You remember what we said would be a good game for him? Seven assists, three rebounds for Marcus Smart oh, with 251 left in the second quarter.
0: I have meant to say it about three times. I I didn't even know what his stat line is, but he's the other guy. Every time I, I, I keep looking up, Marcus Smart is causing problems for the Heat
2: somehow. So that over on that on that rebound and assist prop hits Josh with dead. 230, 251 in the second quarter. Yeah, on the other hand, hopefully nobody listened to me on Peyton Pritchard under because I think he's sitting at eight. Yeah, he's got eight points. Marcus Smart not shooting it very well. He's basically the reason they're not shooting 80% right now. He's one of seven. Yeah, good point. Wow. He's basically the only reason they're not shooting 80% from the floor. They could go in the locker room. They're going to berate him. We could have had an 80% game, man. (laughs) Every
0: other player is shooting 66% or better from the field on the the, uh, Celtics side.
1: They are 12 of 18 from three. Yeah, 62.9% overall, 66.7% from behind the arc, 100% from the line.
2: It's one of those things where it's like 17.5 points is so many points.
1: It's so many points, but do you want to even get involved? But
2: I don't, have I, to yeah, not even t- thinking I about it.
1: Just from a human standpoint, do you want to even get involved and have to pay attention to this?
2: Not even thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. Like so many points, and also you're going to watch it till the bitter end because That's you're going mean. to need trash. You're going to need I mean. trash time points.
1: No man, watch the hockey game.
0: I'm just excited for Haslam minutes. Let's
2: yeah, go, let's go, UD. <laughs> then, <laughs> he they back to... a, then they could put up a Bobon versus Haslam, who plays more minutes. Like uh, you know, like in the either on a series basis or a nightly basis. I,
1: mean, I can just, just hear amazing. like Christy listening to that, going like, "Yeah, I'm sure people will bet that, Matt." <laughs> <laughs> I
0: will. <laughs> I'm in. Uh, I right. right, like, this is going to be this is gonna be the heat locker room at halftime. Spolster's going to be, like, one minute into his talk to the guys, and Haslam's just going to walk into the locker room, shove Spolster out of the way. You got to do better. You got to do better. Let's all get out there and do better. I'm, and by the way, I'm playing. And by the way, I'm
1: starting, coach. <laughs> what a pass. They keep showing this. This is unbelievable.
0: Oh, yeah, I wanted to see it again. Yeah, the he trips on the puck afterwards. It's kind of funny. But like you're in full blown in celebration. Full joy. Who cares?
1: Yeah, full joy. That's awesome.
2: You remember when we were sitting in here on a nightly basis for that second half of the season, and the Celtics were just beating everyone down.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That that half felt a lot like that Celtics team where we were like, "Oh, look yeah. at this Celtics team!" Like that half. Granted, it's going to it's going to regress, but there was. There was a lot they did right right there, including not turning the ball over. They only had three turnovers in the whole half. Mm-hmm. That's right, including not turning the ball over. He doubled up,
1: doubling, doubling them up rather on turnovers. Still time left in the uh, second quarter. We'll play a, uh, a melancholy winner video for me since I have the uh, Celtics first half, but also the Heat in this series, so
0: I'm... Isaiah, find our our worst winter video. Our,
1: yeah, find find our absolute <laughs> most muted celebration winter video. Maybe the Walrus. Coming back on prime Primetime Action.
0: Time action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VCN, the Sports Betting Network.
1: The Beaston Spring Special is here for only $59. You get everything Beaston has to offer from now to the end of July. Next few months, filled with the best betting content in the business right here at Beaston.com. Just because it's summer. Doesn't mean you can sleep. Doesn't mean it's spring. That means you can sleep on it. Yep. <laughs> including Adam Burke's Daily MLB best bets, Jonathan Von Tobel, best bets all the way through the NBA playoffs, Andy McNeil breaking down the Stanley Cup playoffs. Lots of NFL preseason coverage when that time comes. Golf, UFC, USFL, NASCAR, continued best bets and premium articles on all. The full v experience features a daily best bet email, every edition of Points Red Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want. It. The cost is only $59. Boys,
2: I bet you did not know what the currency of Angola is. Oh, no But idea, that's going to huh? cost you $24,453 Angolan Kwanzaa. Oh. Their currency is the Kwanzaa. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh. Very.
1: By the way, fifty nine dollars to be a subscriber through July thirty first. com slash spring. Pay for it in dollars. Twenty
2: four thousand Kwanzaa is way too much. Just pay for it in dollars. That's com slash spring. Sort get through the <laughs> Maggie stepping on the stepping on the URL. And v- we st- I mean, like, <laughs> summer
0: starts June twenty first, so plenty of yes,
2: time. Yes. Plenty of time. Like, what this, is that? This, the Equinox this, is that? Yeah. yeah. If you know. they didn't hear it the first nine times we did it tonight, yeah. then, like, you know.
1: <laughs> the, uh, so, so, a melancholy uh, winner video for me. I got the uh, shout-out to Carl Sack, who had this on a numbers game this morning and moved the moved the market upon release. Oh, yes, I got the uh, this is actual footage of Isaiah Von <laughs> as a child. This is my, or, this, this uh, one not the as best, a child. This was too. three weeks ago, and that is a winner video. Conflicted because I have the heat to win the series. So, the the, the, the goal here was to have the the Heat either lead this by one at the half or have the Celtics with a small lead. Instead, it's a 25-point lead, 70-45, to 45, just absolutely destroying the Miami Heat. 70-burger for the uh, Celtics and uh, the first-half tally for the Celtics in terms of the, uh, the stats. They end up shooting from the floor a brisk 58.5%, 12 of 19 from behind the arc. Perfect from the line, 10 for 10. Uh, and Jason Tatum doing his thing, 20 points, 17 in the second quarter.
2: The uh,
0: Jalen Brown with a big, huge game, too, 15.7 mm-hmm. 15. boards. Got 12, point, 12 points for Grant Williams already. Yeah, they could, Couldn't go any better for the Boston. It's, Boy, you're right.
1: If you take Marcus Smart out. I was going to say, it's like <laughs> literally
2: we, you look yeah. down the thing, and it's like almost a perfect game outside of Marcus Smart, who was 2 of 11 from the floor. Now, we said, don't play the points bet. P- play the uh, assist rebounds, which he's already over. So you already cashed that one. Seven assists, five rebounds for him in the first half. So he's doing his thing there. But he's the only guy not shooting well for this team. By the way, a just a seven-man rotation there for the Celtics in the first half. Um, I, I'm not surprised by that. I mean, that's basically what they've been running
0: plus Derek White. So they really have just – they're not – They're not playing anybody else beside, you know, in place of Derek Weiss. I mean, Tyson Neesmith would be the next guys you'd
2: see. But yeah, I mean. And then over on the over on the heat side of things, Jimmy Butler, five of ten from the floor. So he's doing his part at least from a scoring standpoint. Two of three from the free throw line. He's got 13. He leads all Heat scorers. The next biggest contributor with eight points is Vincent. He's three of six from the floor as well. You know, we look eight turnovers for the Heat in that first half. That has a little bit to do with all this, but really and truly it's just this, this ridiculous shooting from three for the Celtics, which will regress, but I think this lead is insurmountable at this point And so because the the Heat Kelly is the thing we did talk about this several times. Not only do they go in these scoring droughts and stuff like that, but the other deal is is if it's if Hero's not hitting his if he if he's not hitting his threes and also like like they don't have ways to score rapidly in bunches from the three point line to be able to get back in a game when you're down twenty five points. That's like the biggest. That's like the biggest takeaway here. Oh, no, it's this. just more the the. I mean, you got to
0: get the open looks right, yeah. and they're just not. I mean, that means Jimmy Butler drives and kicks, or it's the. Ball movement or whatever, going in inside out with Bam. With Bam uh, you got to do something. I mean, there are other guys on here that can hit those shots, but I, whether they're, they're just not getting great open looks right now.
1: Second half line. Miami minus six and a half. Total 105.5. and a half. I don't want any part of that. Just don't want to be involved.
0: Yeah, no. It's yeah. if it was the other way, yeah, I'd be grabbing points with the Celtics, but no. No. You guys didn't have much of a reaction to my uh my text yesterday about the fact that Isaiah Rankle, who is directing the show tonight, owns and wears a Celtics onesie.
1: You know, I was so startled, quite frankly, <laughs> Kelly, by that bit of information that I was uh I was speechless.
2: Pixer it didn't happen. What was that Pixar happen. Happen. it didn't happen? Like I I I wanna see a picture, I don't believe him. So
0: uh, I That's believe true. I was asked when the last time I wore ones he was, and I said, I don't know, probably 14 months yeah, old. Yeah, when
2: my parents dressed me.
0: One. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: Right. We have not yet started Did you in ask? the late hockey game, so if you do want to get in, guys, uh, minus 265 on the avalanche, it plus started. 210. Oh, no, you're right. No, you're right.
1: It's about to start. Plus right, 210 right. on the Blues. It is puck dropping right at this moment, right?
2: No, look, they mm. false start. No, false. Five-yard penalty. <laughs> yeah,
0: about to start, so. Wow, look at that jacket. Stephen A's
2: rocking What's this? What's, this, what, what's going on? What's, what, 96 just said he, he didn't want to be a part of this anymore. Well,
0: this, they remove
1: them, right, if they're problematic. This is, I mean, this is the one series, honestly, in the uh, Stanley Cup Conference semis where, again, the, the Avalanche did win this in overtime last time, and the Blues are plucky. They did win a, cup, you know, a couple years back, a few years back. But the Avalanche are so much better. Like, you talk about Sogs, they outsogged them to death. The last game. And oh, so, yeah. It was like,
2: like nearly two to one, right? Yeah. It
1: took them to overtime to win it, but it, it, I just don't know how. You, I, I get it. The, um, Jake Hahn did take the Blues plus the goal in the half. That is one way to play it, I guess, on the Blues side, but I, I just I would not get in front of this avalanche train. Your your Mariners bet is uh, not looking good. They were up four to nothing. Red Sox up six to four, and the Red Sox have the bases juiced.
2: Yes, the bull, the bull, the bullpen, uh, the call to the pen for the Mariners. They did not answer the call. <laughs> yeah,
1: they, they did answer the call. Yeah, literally. Yeah, but not figuratively.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: There's that. So uh, six to four in favor of the Red Sox again, You win some,
2: you lose some. Yeah. Oh yeah. You and know. baseball,
1: especially, right? You
2: know, score four runs, immediately have it erased, <laughs> and then. And then and then I'll lose the game.
1: Well, every game can't be a classic. Yes. That's for sure. By the way, Marcus Smart, no, we were killing him for going two for 11. He does have five boards and seven assists. So, I mean, that, Marcus Smart deserves credit for that, right? Because he never used to be a guy. Like, did you ever consider him a guy that would be doling out, you know, double-digit assists in a game? Like, he's really become the point guard of that team. And so, like, super credit given to him for that.
0: Uh, You're right. You don't see guys that often that aren't extremely natural point guards work themselves into that role in the NBA at the highest level, and he has.
1: Yeah. As, As big a part of any as the Celtics' turnaround this year when they went from a middling team to the best team in basketball. And the Celtics right now well on their way to tying up this series at one game apiece. You know, it it is, in the end, though, if you're you're a Heat fan, you're losing home court advantage, assuming this uh, stays, Mm -hmm. right? We have a half of basketball, of course, but assuming this stays. But in the end, like, I could totally see every one of the games in this series taking a life and an identity of its own. So I expect this to go a while.
2: Yeah, and I mean, we'll see how it all turns out again. We don't expect them to come back from 25 down, but I will be interested to see where it ends up because, you know, there's – Again, shooting 63% from three is just not and, – And I just crunched the numbers. You're perfect from the free throw line. You yeah. only turned it over a couple of times. Like, the Celtics played ne- a nearly perfect half right there. So, like, that's not going to happen again in the second half. So, if you end up losing this by 12, 13, something like that, and, like, you have a much better second half and all that, like, you chalk it up to, okay, we got their God half and like – it's, it just it's going to happen sometimes. I
0: mean, you remove Marcus Smart's shooting from this, the Celtics are shooting 73% in the first half. <laughs> that
2: is absurd. Yeah. Well. But he's plus 26, though. Plus, plus,
0: 26, <laughs> plus 26, plus 26. minus. He's, he's
2: plus 26, where Tatum's only plus 11. <laughs>
0: Not as good as Grant Williams, though. Yeah. Plus 30
2: for him.
1: What was Chris Paul the other night? Minus 39.
0: Yeah, <laughs> a little plus minus. All
1: right, well, we've done all we can do. St. Louis, Colorado, uh, just beginning. There in uh, Denver
2: One saga piece
1: Scoreless uh, 17 minutes left In the first period And we will uh, We'll flip it over To our to In our 45 seconds What's that?
0: In about 45 seconds Yeah, no, no Oh, okay <laughs> Just make sure You're jumping
1: the gun No, no, no I see. How many times Have I done a show in here, Kelly? <laughs> Five billion times <laughs> In 45 seconds
0: <laughs> You're getting into The classic Gil windup. okay You made me nervous I'm sorry No, no, no I'm good <laughs> All <laughs> oh, good with it. Seven to
1: four. Uh, Red Sox, by the way. Sorry about that. All right. Um we'll come back. Nice save by the uh, the Lance right there. We'll we'll uh we'll come back tomorrow, I think.
0: In case I happen to drift. Oh, we hey, got horses. Did. We got hockey. What's that? We got horses, we got hockey tomorrow. We got we the, the preakness glitch. to talk about. Preakness?
2: Preakness? Golf. Golf. Hockey basketball. And Matt talks to Richard Strike to ask him why he's not racing. <laughs> Somebody's got to. Tune in. Nightcap next from
1: Circa and Joy from Visa and the Sports Betting Network.